What's up, pals? Thanks for tuning in. This is episode three of Dragon Chat, Dragon Ball Evolution. No, 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 no. no. Wait, wait, Andy. In I honor said of Dragon Stan, Chat. It's Stan... definitely not Dragon Chat. No, no, no. This. Okay, well, this is independent Dragon Chat. I hope we bring out Dragon Chat, but Stan was very adamant that would be called Dragon Ball Re- Revolution. He had a whole spiel about it last episode, and he was very passionate. So I think in honor of Stan, we have to, we have to call it Dragon Re- Revolution. All right, so <laughs> episode three of Dragon Ball Revolution, courtesy of Stan. Uh, I'm your host, Andy Carasquillo. I'm Chris Sampson. I am special guest Zach Lyons. Oh, snap! Zach from Chaos, Kingdom Hearts, and other stuff. Turning this revolution into a into a network-wide endeavor. Guys, we're... Endeavor? It's event. more of like... It's happening. Yeah, we're crossing over like 60 podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> um, unfortunately, Stan and Ryan can't be here today, but in their stead, We got a new subject to torture. Yes. <laughs> and it was indeed my first time watching... Oh, this is Ooh. glorious. Well, Zach, welcome to the home for infinite losers. Thank Population you. Us. Uh, I've been there my whole <laughs> life. Been there my whole life, buddy. Uh, okay. So I think before we dive straight into it, we, uh, we need to provide some exposition and context, just like the shitty exposition at the, the start of this film. <laughs> <laughs> um, so you never listened to this show. This was inspired by the McElroy brothers, uh, Till Death Do His Blart. Blart. Oh, wow. Till Death <laughs> Do His Blart. So every every Thanksgiving, they watch Paul Blart's Mall Cop 2, and they review it with uh, the entire McElroy brother family and the co-hosts of the, the Worst Idea of All Time. And this is a podcast to go on forever into eternity so we turned that idea. We're actually we, we we stole that idea and turned it to like this holiday extravaganza to end out the year. This is our third year doing it, and now we have Zach on the show. So, so we. I'm just <laughs> so gonna welcome, inter- Zach. I'm just gonna interject here. You know what's funny about this is I've been listening to you guys since like episode twenty or thirty to Super Nerd Pals, but I had only heard of the McElroys. That's just because I wasn't really into podcasts for a long time. But about a year and a half ago, when I started getting into podcasting like more, uh, I started listening to My Brother, My Brother, and Me, and The Adventure Zone. And I have since, in the last year and a half, listened to every single episode of both of them. Uh, that's so impressive. That's, that's, such a, that's such a huge <laughs> So like background. over 400, 420 to 430 episodes of My Brother, My Brother, and Me. Uh, and, and 69 episodes. Well, I've listened, I've listened well, to... The balance arc. I've listened to all of... Uh, Adventure Zone twice, except for like I'm, I'm on my second Jeez. listen through of like Dust and the rest of Amnesty because I've been re-listening as my wife's been listening to the first time. But um, <gasps> yes. But yeah. So at any rate, like I thought this like when you guys started doing this Dragon Ball Revolution thing, I thought, gosh, this is so funny. Like this is such a good idea. I had no idea what the McElroys were <laughs> e- even. Like I didn't know of them as a concept or as a people or what. So. And then when I got to the part where they're like, we're going to listen to Paul Bl- or watch Paul Blart's Mall Cop 2 every year till our death. I'm like, oh, that's where yeah. it came from. Yeah. I we stole see. it. I'm sorry, Zach. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's okay. It's still funny. I still appreciate it. I mean, 
Someone please prove me wrong, but I don't think there's anyone out there reviewing this every single year. No, no, no. We 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 have we have planted the flag in this in this mountain. We have, we we have, have revolutionized <laughs> podcast. You yes. sure have. Uh, uh so that's the intro of this show. Uh Zach, since um for those who are not familiar or haven't listened to this before, uh one uh, who are you on the Nerdpad Network? And two, what's your history with, with Dragon Ball, uh, if, if, if any? Uh, uh, so my name is Zach Lyons. I am the host of Chaos or Kingdom Hearts and Other Stuff, which is the other show that alternates weeks uh, with Super Nerd Pals on the Super Nerd Pals Network. Uh, I have been a fan of Dragon Ball Z since I was like 10 or 12 when it was airing on Cartoon Network every week. Uh, I... I'm, I'm sorry for destroying your childhood, Zach. What? I'm sorry for destroying your childhood. Oh, no, no, no. See, I have thoughts and opinions that you guys aren't ready for. But, um, Excellent. <laughs> but, uh, this is deathbed all over again. <laughs> but uh, no, I, I've been a fan of... like I, I'm not as diehard a fan as uh, Stan. Like I thought I was a pretty big fan of Dragon Ball, Dragon Ball Z, etc. Until I met Stan, and now I'm like, I'm a casual. <laughs> he's, he's pretty hardcore into it. I'm... I enjoy it, and I've like got the full DBZ series, but I haven't ever seen Dragon Ball all the way through. I haven't. I've watched like the first Whoa. episode. I've watched the first episode of Super, and that's about it. Um, and when everybody's Jesus. talking about like Goku Black and Zamasu and Ka- Khalifa or something, I'm like, Wiz Khalifa? I don't. I don't know. <laughs> I, I haven't watched any of Super, so I've seen the Battle of the Gods movie. I saw that in cinemas. But I haven't even seen the Frieza movie, so like I, I haven't kept up with recent stuff. But hold on, let me just say, Resurrection F has the most badass soundtrack for Frieza. It is this Japanese metal band, and like, I don't know, the chorus of it is just praising Frieza. It's fucking great. That's cool. It's it's the is, best. Is thing it kind of like a Sephiroth One Winged Angel ode to Frieza? Yeah, but it's it's a little more hardcore than that. <laughs> a little more hardcore than One Way Danger. Let's set the bar pretty high. <laughs> <laughs> and it's so exciting because in, in like a not even a month, we're gonna, we're getting Dragon Ball Super Broly in theaters. Right, right. Yes, Woo! yes. And Broly's gonna be finally canon, my boy. I've been beating this drum every single episode. I can. Broly's my main man, and yes, you have. And now he's your main oh. man, canon. I love it. It's a good time. <laughs> and, and and my main man is canon now too. Gogeta. Hell yeah. <laughs> okay, all right, I I know this is this is not Dragon Chat, but let's let's hot take. I'm excited. I'm really excited for for Gogeta, but I was really mad cuz they should have kept that in the that surprise in their back pocket and I didn't even watch the trailer. It was just like the first image, like the screen like the thumbnail. Of the trailer that was released, like I don't want to know that Gogeta's here, but I do, but I don't, because how awesome would that have been to so see I knew, it in theaters? I knew for a fact that they were doing Gogeta because if you look at the three movies that they released in theaters, um, so they released Bardock, Father of Goku, uh, they released the Janemba movie, movie number thirteen, what up, and then they released the the first Broly movie, so. The first two make sense because we knew that they were combining the two movies into the one. Uh, and then it was like, why the Janemba movie? What does Janemba have to do 
with anything. And the only thing that that movie had to do with it was Gogeta was in the movie. Uh, I know. The I know together. that's a slew thing, but like, I'm like, willful ignorance. Uh, it's okay. It's going to be epic. It's going to be so good. So, Dragon anyway, Ball that Evolution. That going to be glorious, but that's not what we're here for. Exactly. We're here for a <laughs> shitty movie. Oh, man. Uh, also, so we're, we're, we're going to start uh, uh, another bit. Uh, so last year, near the beginning of the episode, it was revealed to us that Stan seems to get uh, a new piece of Dragon Ball Evolution memor- memorabilia uh, like every year. The first year, he picked up like the, the DVD Blu-ray edition, and then he picked up the... Well, one of the official novelizations. Apparently, there's like a handful of books. They 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 split up the novelization to like at least four or five different books, plus a junior novelization. So there's that. And in honor of Stan, we have scoured the interwebs for another piece or pieces. Who knows uh, of Dragon Ball Evolution memorabilia to surprise him. Um, so uh, I th- I think it's only right that Zach. You do the honors. What have you found for us? Uh, I've found on eBay. Well, there's a couple things. Uh, there are there's a pack of seven separate Dragon Ball Evolution action figures, where if you collect all seven figures, you can create Ozaru. And this- wait, wait, okay, so. How do you create Uzaru? Uh, I, okay, so so <laughs> I'm scared. The each toy set comes with a few pieces. Like number two of seven, it's like a build a figure. Number two of seven is Yamcha, and it's got the June Park uh, likeness of Yamcha, and it's also got a Dragon Ball, and it's got what looks to be like a blaster for him to hold, and then also a piece of translucent blue armor, and that armor is Ozaru armor, and uh... then. Uh, Roshi has Roshi and a sword for him to hold and a dragon ball and like the waist piece of the armor. And then Piccolo has Piccolo and a cloak and a dragon ball and a fist, a blue fist for Ozaru. So it's all pieces that you put together and you get one piece of Ozaru with each one. Now my question is... (laughs) Yeah, yeah, kind of, yeah. Or it's like Voltron, collect them all, put them together. One of the figures that you found um, is labeled Goku 2. Is there a Goku 1? See, that's the one I can't find. I like If you look on the figures, on the bottom right, there's a very faint blank of seven to show that there's seven of them. I found a, a couple Goku from Dragon Ball Evolution action figures, but and they have like the same banner art where it's like Goku from the movie and the, the logo and stuff, but it doesn't have the same font on the character. Uh, name and it doesn't have that blank of seven so i found a goku with fast punching action and like a staff because <laughs> he uses a staff in the movie <laughs> he doesn't but uh but that's not the same set and i cannot find number one of seven which i assume is goku one but number two through seven i found are... it i found the one of seven yeah you link it to yeah, me it but yeah i found in it order with those head. two through seven are yamcha roshi Piccolo, Bulma, Goku 2, and Fulham. And I have no idea what or who Fulham is. So, Goku 1 is... Hey, yeah, you did find Goku 1. A terrible looking figure. It is the most, like, the worst looking figure I've ever seen. What's it called? Breaking news! Not only did I find another Goku 1, 
it I, it might be a bootleg Goku one because it's completely different from the. I Goku mean, it's one impossible to just, tell what's bootleg I mean, and what's. Mine is the bootleg. It's impossible to tell what's know. bootleg and what's real. This because these all look bootlegged and terrible. You know what? You link, know what? Link that one. Yes, I just linked. So okay, so. Andy, I need you to do a play-by-play description yeah, of the Goku one that that you just posted. That one that you oh, just geez. shared, Chris, is the Goku with fast-punching action that I was talking about before. So uh, it, it okay. looks like the okay. same one, but it's not with the Dragon Ball, not with the Ozaru armor. It's not labeled. So, so. I'm pretty sure this one is the actual part of the set because the um, if you notice at the bottom of all the figures, they like build the Shenron almost. Oh yeah, this I didn't one notice has that. Shenron's head. Yep, yep. I didn't notice that. So that's a good call. God, so where do I begin? So as a set, <laughs> the, like as a set, those toys actually look pretty neat, like with the packaging, and they all come with the Dragon Ball, and they all build as ours. So that's kind of cool. But like the figures themselves look just garbage, and I have no idea who Fulham is. Like who or what is Fulham? F U L U M. Okay. Okay. F O. Oh, F F U L U M. F U L U. Is that the is that the random kid that Goku beats up at school? No, that's Fuller. Cause that would. That's Fuller. That's the brother from Home Alone. The wet, who what's the. Bad. Okay. Oh. Okay. All right. I got it. Okay. Fulum. So Fulums are a race of humanoid monsters created from Lord Piccolo's blood and DNA to make your debut in Dragon Ball Evolution. But are they? So they're the they're the shitty Sabaman. Okay. Pa- putties from, oh. from the movie. Right, okay. So uh. instead of my. Or uh, Gohan or Chi Chi, they've given an action figure placement one of seven to Fulham, and also a second I mean, one to Goku. They, they also gave yeah. I was just gonna say they gave a second one to Goku, and Goku one is pretty terrible. Yeah, uh, Goku two is worse because he's it, not even it his doesn't fighting look so, look like he has legs. <laughs> yeah, he definitely skipped <laughs> yeah. leg day. Um, um, I don't know what happened to leg day, but. He skipped it. Uh, uh, the screws are in his like hips. <laughs> Question mark. Yep. He's yeah. wearing the Goku gi, I guess. <laughs> so yeah, this this um, could be his haircut is terrible. Well, you know, look at the movie. All in all, all in all, it looks like it was made for a ninety nine cent store. Yeah, I so I'm looking at the Dragon Ball Evolution fast punching action figure so i think it's a little compared to the goku one figure it's a little bit higher in quality i want to say but it's not that's not saying much like you don't have like one this goku seems to have gone on leg day so like his legs (laughs) don't seem as deformed and it does have like the two holes or screws in his in his like upper pectoral so he's not constantly bleeding out um i there's a weird looking version of the power pole with yeah with like a dragon ball on top so it looks more like a wizard staff than a yeah which is totally something goku used in the movie no yeah no (laughs) all i can say is looking at these it's like frequently bought with and it's like at the bottom of the page is all these other awesome looking figures like a dragon ball figure arts uh majin buu figure which is like this 
awesome Majin uh, Buu figure. Are you or are you also getting these Super badass Saiyan fucking Gotenks. Godzilla figures too? No, but <laughs> there's like a Super Saiyan Gotenks that comes with a Super Ghost Kamikaze ghost. And like these are awesome figures. I'm like, oh God, why would you ever spend money on these evolution ones to make Stan happy? <laughs> to make Stan happy. So Oh, I, I, hold on, hold hold on. Oh, never mind. I was gonna say, um, so both of these are a part of the same toy line because picture three, you can actually see the back of the box. Mm-hmm. And if you look at the bottom, it shows you the collect all seven. Well, I think it, no, I think the 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 fast pun- fast hand punching lines are different lines. So I think there's in total fourteen figures we could collect for Stan over the next fourteen years. <laughs> this is perfect. Well, uh I tell you what, I've got another item that we haven't discussed yet. There's that set oh of gosh. seven figures, but I've also found Dragon Ball Evolution hand-drawn movie storyboard page from the 2009 what? movie. Link us. Link us right now, Zach. <laughs> it's <laughs> honestly not that impressive, but I've, oh. I tell you what, Stan would be stoked to have a Dragon Ball Evolution storyboard page. On the oh. fast-punching Goku on the back of his box, you could see a fast-kicking Yamcha. So good. <laughs> so good. Okay, I'm opening up the link. Okay. Uh, I can't even tell what this is. Yeah, I know. Zach, it's can so you, can light. Can you give us a play-by-play of what's going on? No, I can't because I it's, really, <laughs> it's really light. It looks like a close-up on a man's face in frame one. I'm assuming it might be Roshi. Like, he's got a bit of facial hair. Uh, looks older than Goku. Maybe Yamcha? No, it doesn't look like Yamcha. Yamcha would be more scraggly. It doesn't look like it's supposed to be Yamcha to me, but it looks like a man, a close-up on a man's face. It's one, two, three, four, five, six, eight frames. Eight out of ten frames are in use. The first one is the man's face. The second one looks like a far-off shot of Spider-Man. <laughs> the... <laughs> That's what it looks like. The third frame uh, is a slightly less close-up of the man's face from frame one. Frame four looks like that uh, Fulham, a close-up on a Fulham. Uh, frame five looks like the Fulham about to attack. Frame six looks like the uh, man fighting the Fulham. Uh, frame seven, I think it's the man getting punched back. And then eight is the two of them fighting again. I'm not exactly sure. This is, uh, again, tough to tell because the lines are quite light and it's not a great picture. But... Yeah, I think that seems about right. Uh, if I had to guess, I'd say it's Roshi versus a Fulham. Okay, well, uh, Zach, I got I got everyone's back. So for future posterity, I just downloaded all the all the photos from this eBay listing. So when the eBay listing closes, we still have these images. Oh, and what God. I'm going to do, this is going to be canon because it's on tape. We're gonna we're gonna create a visual companion guide to Dragon Ball Revolution. We're gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna stick this in Photoshop. We're gonna we're gonna do some overlays, some, some digital forensics, and we're gonna have clearer images of this storyboard. And we're gonna repost it, and we can uh, it'll be it'll be pristine, and we'll have it for posterity. Okay, it, so it will never be lost. Uh, that's just the first one I found, but I have since found in the related items at the bottom of the page there's a lot of these and some of them are much better quality some have darker lines before before anything can we talk about this one that i found Uh, Uh, i'm checking the link 
Not only is that's, it better quality. That's one oh, of them. it's actually inked. Yeah, that's one of them that I found uh, in the related items. Yeah, so there's some that are drawn and inked. That one oh, is page so COA32. There's also 45, which has obviously Bulma in it. Uh, yeah, there's a few group ones. If you're looking for someone to blame... The artist is Dan Fraga. <laughs> <laughs> no, don't God don't damn you Dan Fraga. Don't don't throw Dan under the bus. He was just doing a job. <laughs> I know, I know. Um so yeah, there's there's uh, one. He, okay, he so, oh man, there's one he, uh what's the listing here? COA forty one. Uh there's another ten panel with nine of them used, and it looks like Balma versus I think it's supposed to be my. But like if this is my whoever it is, this outfit is crazy. It's very comic booky and not at all what's in the movie. Uh, like a woman with a mask and goggles on, and a shirt that has like a hole in the chest so that you could see cleavage just for cleavage's sake. Like it's ridiculous. Uh, <laughs> this well, is so it's weird. It's pretty in line with the tone of this movie. So, um, Bulma looks awesome. I'm in trying this, to look though. through these. Like I, I want to see the storyboards for like the the final. Final battle. I I need to see this. I don't know, but yeah, like check out that link I sent. That's the one. Like the pictures of Bulma look pretty awesome. Anyway, so yeah, there's lots oh, of things yeah. that we could do. There's uh, there's storyboards. There's action figures. We can we can get something for Stan. My God, we'll find you know something. What? I I feel like we should create the first the first and only Dragon Ball Evolution museum. And just and just collect all these pages, all these figures, get actual props, and then we'll set it up in New York somewhere, and and then yeah, it'll be great. And, then, I, and we could get a booth at Anime NYC, and then we will we will oh do a live gosh. show on Dragon Revolution during Anime NYC. We have to do this, guys. We have I, to. I just sent you another one. I think it's supposed to be the group with like Goku and uh, Roshi and Yamcha and Bulma, but like. Ugh, They've got a buster sword or something. Oh my god! I, I see that. I don't understand so what's good. happening or why. So yeah, I don't know. Wait, I don't know. Mutant Roshi with a buster sword, or like yeah. he's like, or like that sword of um, what's it called? Um, from guts or guts and berserk or something like some yeah, oversized yeah. like great sword. This is epic. I love it. <laughs> so there's. A lot of these. I didn't uh, know this movie took place in Monster Hunter. A oh, lot of these storyboards. Man, what a treasure! Stan, we're spoiling Stan. Come on. <laughs> like, like, like. <laughs> well, just remember the storyboards are about three times as expensive as one of the action figures. So, <laughs> uh, I mean, it's I feel. True. I mean, what what's a better investment? I I feel like the story. Hundred percent the storyboards. Yes. Yeah. Oh, Absolutely. So like good. they can at least be but put on your one, wall and look we like we need one art. that's inked, not like penned. Without yes. without the without the context of this being a storyboard from the Dragon Ball Evolution movie, like you wouldn't know, and they'd actually kind of look cool framed on your wall. Yeah, this is like, <laughs> yeah. This would be a, I think this would be a pretty decent like pencil for you know an actual comic book, but but we know we the, know the, <laughs> we know we know you know what, the hard what know really the bad truth. Uh well okay okay we so should probably we move on one item one item from this to give the standis here um so well what would it be I I mean I would say a storyboard we could figure out storyboard. after recording what storyboard but man I would definitely say storyboard 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I would say a storyboard. I just don't know which one. Yeah, I'm looking at page 44. Uh, like, uh, I think it was uh, it's, it's this the my, uh, what's, wow, I'm I'm tired. It's the Mai versus Chi Chi fight. It looks it, like like Stan. Oh my god! Like Zach said, like it looks really dynamic. It's like a really nice, uh, frenetic comic book style. And like I agree, like the inks look so much better than the light pencils. So definitely at least one of the inks. At least. Yeah, for sure. One of the inks, definitely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so um, we will we'll provide a visual companion guide. Uh, I guess we'll, that'll be out as soon as this episode's out. And so everyone who's following along can uh, look at this. And we'll also provide a link to the eBay uh, link as well. Um, I don't... Well, the sale ends in one day, 12 hours. Oh, shit. Uh, <laughs> oh, but it's only... But- but Chris, it's only ten percent off. This is true. <laughs> this is true. Oh, okay. We will talk about this more after the episode. Uh, but I, I think we should pull the trigger and like and do this. This is awesome. Merry Christmas, Stan. <laughs> Merry Christmas, Stan Coon. You are welcome. <laughs> um. All right. So we spent a hell of a lot of time on eBay. Now that half so the episode should... is over, <laughs> let's get to the movie. <laughs> <laughs> yes let's go into the movie okay so um uh, zach this is your first watch yes uh okay first impressions like uh did you love it hate it i have been led to believe for the last nine years that this is an actual garbage fire of a movie and i think those low expectations have helped set me up for success because this is not as bad as i thought as mm. everybody has led me to believe like so, you're saying you've seen worse? Oh, I've definitely seen worse movies for sure. Like, like, like is one of them nice the Shyamalan's Last Airbender? Avatar? I haven't. Do you think that's worse? Hold on, I only heard Andy. Andy, I have not seen the Last Airbender, and I don't uh, intend to. Oh, okay, we both, we both. <laughs> yeah. What did, did you say, Airbender too? Yeah. No, I mean. I'm sorry. Yeah, Chris. Yes. Chris said Avatar, sure. but yeah, okay. same shit. Sure. Okay. Okay, I know. Uh, random tangent. Should we start a spin-off podcast? No, we, we should not. End of story. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> so, I'm I'm going to give like I'm not going to say it's a good movie because it's not, but I have to give it credit, full marks, for being true to the tone of Dragon Ball. Dragon Ball is not a serious show. Dragon Ball Z gets more serious, and like takes itself a bit more seriously and gets a bit darker and grittier but like dragon ball what this is more based off of is lighthearted and fun and ridiculous and outlandish and crazy and like if you look at this movie from the perspective of dragon ball the anime or the manga and the kind of crazy things that happen like yamcha i think is a good example like in this movie he's cocky and silly and jokey and a bit of a trickster you know and that's who he is that's who yamcha is he plays pranks you know he likes to rag on people and you know have a good time and he's a he's a bandit he's a thief that's who yamcha is and like i thought for as minimal of a role he's he played in the movie he was portrayed fairly accurately and balma balma like she's in the anime and in the manga she's like a genius and she's witty and she's cunning like she's not afraid to go into the you know the the big deep dangerous things you know she's you know if there's some crazy enemy that they're up against she's going to be right there with them supporting them and doing what she can like 
and she's she's not just some right off bimbo character and I think Emmy Rossip did a good job with her. Like she felt competent and smart and capable and she took care of herself. She was out there looking for the Dragon Balls on her own, just like when Goku finds her in Dragon Ball. And I, I don't know, like I feel like for as bad as the movie was, they hit a lot of correct beats. If I'm being completely honest. Um, nice. I don't think anyone has a problem with the beat and pacing of the movie. I think a lot of people have problems with that. (laughs) I, I personally have issues with some of the acting. Oh, for sure. For sure. Costume design. And some of the weird ass choice of like random scene changes. Yeah. I mean, like, like granted, like Dragon Ball and like journey to the West is a, like a globe trotting episode or glow shining story yep. like so it's, it's it's truly international it's just like the the scope and the pace does not match like the the, the timeline this movie takes place in like less than seven days and they just they they travel like half the world in like two steps and um, but again that to me feels in line with dragon ball like you have no idea how far they've traveled and sometimes they're in a totally different region and it just fits it works you just suspend belief all right so um zach yes one of my biggest gripe scenes yes where where was the last time you saw high school goku beat up a high school bully yeah i that (laughs) okay so the high school parts are probably my least favorite uh like the part where i cringed the hardest and that i just like one of my least favorite scenes is when goku's getting ready for chi chi's party and he's like slicking back his hair and he looks in the mirror and it goes boing and like the the hair gel flicks onto the mirror and he's just like like i get that his hair is supposed to be exaggerated and spiky but like that is ridiculous like that was terrible that whole scene should not have been there (laughs) like awful yeah, this, this was a point that we talked about like at length before. Like this high school. I I also have a bullet point high in my B notes. Plot does not ha- need to happen. I have a bullet point in my notes that is just all caps. G E E K O. Geeko. Yes. Yes. Like, it's so bad. It's, uh, it, Geeko. And, uh, <laughs> can we talk about how um, even though like G- Goku didn't actually lay a hand on. The, the high school jocks at the party. He was he was in a, he's he's more or less like involved in the murder because I was rewatching the scene and <laughs> at the end of the fight, um, Fuller and his lackey hit each other. Like, like one of them gets hit in the temple with an iron rebar and the other guy <laughs> gets hit in the leg. So one of them is dead and the other definitely is wearing is, is using a cane for the rest of his life. You know my favorite like, part about that scene. Is when he looks up at Chi Chi, she's not like horrified or devastated. She's like, Oh, Goku, fingering my hair, twirling it around. I'm so swooning right now. <laughs> like, she just loves that her boyfriend got his butt kicked. Yeah. She does not care she's, about she's him. Into, at all. She's into no she, commitment. She's a sadist. There. I mean, I'll give it to Goku. Maybe, maybe he just figured, like, whatever, I'll kill these two dudes and bring them back with the Dragon Balls. <laughs> yeah, I mean. No, but, but. 
I mean, he brought back Andy, Roshi, who he only knew a week and didn't actually care about, instead of his grandpa who raised him from childhood. So why would he care about? Uh, why wouldn't he bring back I his mean, bully? Or the rest of the world? Who, Everyone else who, died because of Piccolo. Who mind. needs a grandpa or the rest of the world when you have Roshi? Yeah, uh, so that that wasn't it, great it, either. <laughs> like Roshi's Roshi's death was not emotional or uh, impactful at all. That was dumb. <laughs> oh yeah, when Roshi died in that movie, I was just like, eh. and then it's, and then they brought him back, and I'm like, why? It was cheap because they were trying to pull on nostalgia from fans who were like, no, Roshi, how can you kill him? But from a character standpoint, like, come on, they they've known each other less than a week. They don't have this uh, rapport yet. They're not close they don't have the teacher student relationship it's just kind of garbage i mean at least with at least with dragon ball when goku started training with roshi they did like one episode dedicated to like showing goku's training Mm. and then they time skipped till after goku's training and they were like oh he's been training with roshi for like six months or whatever it's like all right well now there's some connection with this character Goku knows him for more than a week. Speaking of uh, his training, uh, I'm just going to jump to his Kamehameha moment against Piccolo. Oh, my God. And, like, I didn't really like the way how he did a Kamehameha. And instead of shooting a blast out, like, he just had a bit of energy in his hands and he shot forward physically. That was so (laughs) weird and uncomfortable. So, yeah, it was either... I don't understand. Then ripping off of Naruto, doing a Rasengan, or a combination of Kamehameha and, like, the, the Dragon Fist technique that killed the OG Piccolo mm-hmm. uh, in the series. So, yeah, I it, it was very lazy, and it looked so bad. Yeah, just 100%. Yeah. The whole, uh, the fun whole fact for you, fight Zach. with Poke- or Pokemon? <laughs> the whole fight with Piccolo <laughs> was incredibly underwhelming, and I felt like he wasn't as pivotal a character. I don't know. He just, the whole movie Piccolo is just kind of there and his fight wasn't even interesting. So he was probably Absolutely. one of the least well-utilized characters. Uh... Right. So a little fun fact for you, Zach. Yeah, shoot. The the guy who plays Piccolo, his favorite Dragon Ball character is Piccolo. Yeah, no, I have a, uh, one of the notes I have for trivia. I know we've got another segment for trivia, but it's, uh, James Marsters discussed the look of Piccolo during the Grand Slam 2008 convention. He said the producers wanted to make Piccolo, quote-unquote, more beautiful than Marsters wanted him to be. Since the producers were not around when filming started, Marsters and the makeup artist changed the character's look to make him uglier, which would reflect Piccolo's rage from being imprisoned for so long. He said, quote, it would be better to be fired than mess up Piccolo. Ironically, (laughs) they still messed him up. Um... Also, he he got to kind of like redeem himself because mm. uh, he voice acts Zamasu in oh, the neat. English dub of Dragon Ball Super. Like I I so I want to give credit to a lot of the people here. Dude, I want to but... give credit to a lot of people on the cast because I feel like they actually like put in the time and effort and wanted to make it right. It just was not destined to be. Like Emmy Rossum, uh, sometimes Emmy Rossum. Sometimes the writing is bad. Sometimes the actors are bad. Yeah. In this, you got a little of both. Emmy Rossum watched all of Dragon Ball and read the entire Dragon Ball manga to prepare for her role as Balma. And again, I feel like she nailed the role That's of Balma. Intense. So like, I feel like her yeah. her commitment to preparing for the role shows. Like, I feel like she knows the character of Balma, and she's not just phoning it in. I don't think she's a stellar actress, but I think in that 
she did as best as she could with the script she was given. <laughs> yeah. So, you know. Yeah, and and um and this is not this commitment doesn't just uh extend to the US. I mean, um I mean, going coming for a circle. Um so even though the movie was filmed in English, uh it was redubbed in other countries and for the Japanese dub of the film, they got Hisao Igawa and Mami Koyawa um for the movie and respectively they're the og voices for yamcha and the narrator yeah, and of course cool. they have a lot of skin in the game they 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 love this and they're a very integral pro- part of the dragon ball mythos and uh so it's just really sad that you know they they had this to work with another another fun fact about piccolo uh, ron perlman was offered the role he turned it down to work on hellboy 2 and thank goodness he did. <laughs> thank God. I don't know. Can you like? I know uh, Hellboy is a beloved franchise, and Ron Perlman is uh, Hellboy, especially. But like, can you just imagine Ron Perlman Piccolo for a moment, please? Because that would be I feel amazing. Like, yeah, I feel like it would be a little bit better. His his voice would be perfect as Piccolo. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, what could have been? <laughs> I still think it would have been a, a mediocre to not great movie, but man, Ron Perlman can't get much it, better. It's okay. It's okay. Uh, they'll get David Hellboy from Stranger Things, and then he's going to be the new Hellboy. He's going to be the new Piccolo. It'll be a new It'll Piccolo. Be all fine. Perfect. Yes. Uh, Dragon yeah. Ball Evolution 2? Question mark? Well... <laughs> Uh, yeah, I mean, we'll we'll touch a little bit of. But apparently, we, oh no, no, we, no! It's gonna be like I'm. I'm saying that that's gonna be the name of the the movie. It's gonna be called <laughs> Dragon Ball Evolution Two: Colon Question Mark. That's okay, awesome. great, excellent. <laughs> uh, so Zach, like, um, what what uh, what was your favorite? and least favorite part of this movie i was literally just going through my notes and looking at man i want i hope they ask me what my favorite part is because i've got an answer prepared <laughs> oh i got like, you that's perfect <laughs> perfect timing not scripted Indeed. so uh i don't know if you guys are familiar with ayumi hamasaki are you uh that sounds very familiar back in I'm the days blank. of limeware and kazaa when i was like a teenager and just downloading music because i was able to download music I would just like get like I was super into anime and J-pop at the time, and I just looked for random J-pop stuff. And a lot of stuff I got was from you know popular J-pop artists of the mid two thousands or early two thousands. Mm. And one of them that I ended up getting a lot of music from was Ayumi, Ayumi Hamasaki, and she's on the level of like Utada Hikaru or others like her in uh, Japan. Okay. To give you some context, since you guys all know who that is, <laughs> and. She did the theme song for Dragon Ball Evolution. And like when I was watching the credits, I was like, Ayuma Hamasaki, really? That's awesome. I haven't heard, like, that's a name I haven't heard in a long time. And uh, the song's called Rule. And I looked up the video, and like, the video's cool. The song is cool. Like, it slaps. It's such a hard beat. It's so cool. Like, it's, to me, like, the best part of the movie because she's awesome and she makes awesome music. And I can't believe this, like, amazing song is part of this movie trivia associated with is director james wong personally asked japanese pop musician ayumi hamasaki if she could compose and sing the film's theme song since dragon ball was created in japan he felt that the song should be by a japanese singer in japanese wong was so impressed with hamasaki's song rule that he ensured that it would appear for all international releases of the film and i'm like that's pretty cool 
and like the song is awesome. So 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 what you're telling me is that your favorite part of this movie was has the nothing credits. to do with the movie. <laughs> <laughs> yes. It was the credits where you saw her name. Yeah, basically. Heart skipped to beat where and I'm like, like, "Oh, yes." Oh. Fuck yes. So good. Like I, she exactly. she didn't have Can to go that hard, and she did. She did that for us. <laughs> All right, Zach. I'm afraid to ask. Is there a Dragon Ball Evolution music video for uh for what's it for Rule? There is not the there is a music video for Rule, but it doesn't reference Dragon Ball Evolution at all. There are some like ninja esque characters in it that like are fighting, but it definitely isn't alluding to Dragon Ball at all. All the comments are gold though. They're all like, how is this piece of gold in the garbage heap that is Dragon Ball Evolution? Where did this movie go wrong? How did this get the music so right? Like it's everybody's just talking about how great the song is and how bad the movie is. It's kinda good. Oh my goodness. I mean they're well, not wrong. In, in honor of uh, Ayumi san, we will we'll We'll, the ending, the, the outro will be will be rule because I think it's only fitting. I mean, sweet, <laughs> just as long as you don't think that's gonna uh, like cause a copyright or anything. Uh, yeah, that's definitely gonna be a part of copyright infringement. Chris. No! Yeah, I mean, you, you can try, you can try it if you have to re-upload without it. Then sweet, I guess. But yeah. okay, no, no, no okay, okay, Zach, karaoke vision, go, go, karaoke. <laughs> just so you guys can give it a watch after the episode. There's the link in the chat. Excellent. Awesome. Oh, okay. Well, that was your favorite. <laughs> what was your uh, least favorite? I already favorite? talked about my least favorite. That was the bling of hair gel on the mirror when Goku's uh... doing his hair. That was terrible. That whole scene was awful. It's stupid. And if I had to give a runner-up, I'd say... Chi-Chi? I, like, I think Jamie Chung is a great actress, and she's done a lot of cool stuff in the time since doing Dragon Ball Evolution. But like every time she showed up, I'm like, why is she here? What is she doing here? Like, Chi-Chi's an important character, but she was so shoehorned and unimportant. And, like, I I thought it was such a terrible eye-rolling moment when, uh, when Goku's practicing his Kamehameha or whatever, and he's trying to light the candles and the torches. And Terrible. And, like, he's trying and trying and trying and just can't get it. And then she's like take five steps toward me and you can kiss me and we'll make out and be awesome. And, uh, but you have to light the candles. Every candle is <laughs> a step forward. And he like immediately gets one, like instantly. It's like, really dude, you got such a boner that you're finally going to get this right. Only because she's offering you gratification. Like I get that sometimes you work harder if you've got a goal to work toward, but ugh, that's such a gross scene. But that's, that's also like such a non-Goku thing to yeah, do. Yeah, yeah, no, absolutely, hundred percent. When Chi Chi said about being his bride, he was like, "Bride, what kind of food is that?" Yeah, exactly. And like he is not at all interested. Like he wants to fight and get stronger and have a good time. He does not care about romance. And I'll, I'll I, I reimaginings are fine, and I'm totally happy with them to take the, a different direction with Goku and have him be more romantically inclined. That's totally cool. But that whole scene was just so awkward and terrible. I didn't like it. Yeah, I agree. Uh, yeah. So yeah, that was my least favorite. That and the hair. I... <laughs> and the hair. Um, Andy. So this is our. Well, yeah. This is. Oh, sorry, sorry. 
sorry, I just remembered a bit that I did like. I loved when oh, okay, it was go. the the Chi Chi versus Mai fight when Mai is disguised as Chi Chi, and Goku comes in. And they're like, "I'm the real Chi Chi." No, I'm the real Chi Chi, and he just straight up knocks one out, and it's actually Chi Chi. That was funny as hell. <laughs> like. You don't expect the actual person to get knocked out, but he just straight up kicks her in the face and she's down. I'm like, oh shit, that was actually <laughs> Chi-Chi. That was so funny. It was actual I Goku. Laughed. He would have he just killed Chi-Chi on the spot. God, I laughed. Yeah, man, oh, he could have. He could have killed her. It's bad. Sorry, sorry. Just had oh. to... I just remembered that. No, 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 no. I'm glad. No, I'm glad. Cool. Let it all out, Zach. Go on. Um. Uh, so, Andy, I believe this is the... F- fourth time you've watched dragon ball evolution is that correct uh in total yeah in total including like you watched it in theaters originally uh this is probably about the fifth or sixth oh fifth or sixth this is only the third episode to come out yeah i mean i watched it once in theaters and then i had to reconfirm its shittiness like years later (laughs) oh poor you and then i may have I may or may not have watched it, like, in passing. Oh, man. But there's so much other good stuff to watch instead, Andy. <laughs> Why would you do I it? I mean, all right, so I'm going to tell you a story. It's it's random as fuck. Nothing to do with Dragon Ball Evolution, but you'll get the point. So a few years ago, I was dog-sitting for my sister, and uh, my friend was dog-sitting with me. And one day, as a joke, we put on... The Last Airbender, and by accident, we wound up watching the entire thing and critiquing everything. You should have put, like, oh, put a mic. You should put a mic. It could have been a podcast. This is before I even started podcasting. Oh, okay, okay. Well, you were training. You didn't know it, but you were training. I was training. Oh my goodness! But yeah, so so sometimes I'll just randomly watch a piece of shit movie <laughs> I don't well, know why. Well, well Andy with your sixth rewatch or, or seventh I'm not sure um do you after all after seeing it again do you have a least favorite most favorite moment or do you have any changes in thought or opinion from the last year alright so the movie as a collective is my least favorite part and <laughs> I want to burn it in the trash can. Every copy in the world. Except ours. Except, except so because we need to continue this podcast for, for, for... Well, not the podcast. I'm just talking about the movies. Oh, uh, okay. I've got to say, Andy, like, I think it's mostly you and Ryan that have led me to believe that this is the worst movie in existence. And I'm like, is it? I don't think... I didn't say... I've never I've never in my life said that this movie was the worst movie in Just existence. Both of your reactions however, always lead me to think, like, gosh, this is not unwatchable. However, <laughs> I will say that I like Deathbeds. Uh, Deathbed a lot better Deathbed? than I like this movie. What's Deathbeds? Alright, so Deathbed uh, was this shitty horror movie that Chris and Ryan made me watch. Uh, okay. But... Ryan led me to believe this movie was fucking terrible and it was the worst thing since like Dragon I don't Ball even Evolution. Know. And funny enough, 
it was her way to get back at me for making her watch Dragon Ball Evolution. That's it, pretty funny. She failed. <laughs> and she failed completely because I fucking love this movie. And me and Chris had this glorious podcast about sequels and why this movie was so excellent. That's awesome. And Ryan was just like, Backfired. I fucking hate guys. Yeah. Yeah, it was great. Yeah. I mean, Ryan, Ryan's not here now, but we, we'll, we'll touch base with her next year to see if she changed. I, I don't think, <laughs> I, I, I don't know. For me, for me, I, 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 I love recording this because I love terrible movies. I love terrible anime. That's why I miss anime is weird. Uh, and that's why I really, really like doing this podcast with you guys. And um, this movie's still, still pretty bad, but... Um, I found myself like really enjoying some parts. Like I think in, uh, on canon, like on tape last year or the two years before, I hated Yamcha. I hated this, this <laughs> the portrayal of Yamcha. Like I was like ragging on his surfer bro persona so hardcore. I recall this. I recall and, this. Yeah. I and see, now to me, I'm, I'm like, it again, fits him though. <laughs> yeah, it does. And like after the, today's rewatch, it's like, you know what? Jude, Jude Park's awesome, and this this Yamcha's pretty great. This is Yamcha. This is the type of this is the Yamcha I want to hang out with. Like, yeah, he's exactly. Like a cool guy. So a uh, little so. bit of trivia about him. Uh, Jude Park admitted he did not think he was going to get the role of Yamcha and joked, "Because I'm a god in Korea, but a shit in the U.S." He auditioned oh. for the role in, in nothing but shorts and a hat. But as soon as director James Wong took a look at him, Park landed the role immediately. Nice. So good job, Park. You know, he, he obviously was embodying the role, the kind of role that they were envisioning. So it worked out. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I think I think Yamcha was my favorite part of this movie after this rewatch. Love the one eighty. Um, yeah, yeah, no, I mean things can change. It's just wild. Uh, next year, next year, is- I'm gonna watch it, and that hair scene is just gonna have me in stitches. I'm gonna be dying laughing. Yes, yes. Oh my god, I love yeah, it. Yeah, maybe it's because be you weren't expecting it, you hated it, but next year when you see it, you're going to be like, oh, this is fucking glorious. Oh, this I see what they were going for now. <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh. <laughs> anyway. Um, so my my least favorite part of this movie, so, um, mm. so I guess a little bit of context for the deathbed stuff. That was our crossover episode for a horror podcast that Ryan and I started, that's also part of the Nerd Power Network, it's called Left 4 Dread, and uh, this was an act of revenge against Andy uh, and Stan uh, and me to uh, because of this uh, Dragon Ball Revolution thing we're doing. Um, so the ep- the, this new episode that we just posted, just um, it's, it's all about werewolves. So we, we, we reviewed The Howling and American Werewolf in London. Um, so these are two 1980s, films actually like no they all, they all came out in, like 1981 all in the same year all within i want to say like a four month period they all came out pretty much the same summer and you know brian and i are really big about practical effects in horror movies so especially with american werewolf in london there's like this legendary transformation scene uh where the guy turns into a werewolf and you know like it's like a lot of body horror, like like you can see like bones cracking, like and chest expanding, and like the the snout like extending out right before before your eyes, and we were deriding like this trend towards like 
over reliance on CGI and like and horror. It's like so it's like so easy and or lazy to resort to CGI. I I know in terms of time and resources, it might be a little bit faster or cheaper than practical effects. But you know, there's nothing. I mean, I think just practical effects just look really good for and they are for a reason. So. With that in mind, I was watching the Uzaro transformation scene, and I just I just dying on the inside. It just was so so bad. It's like the worst the worst CGI transformation <laughs> scene I've ever seen in my life. And just coming off of the coming off of recording this werewolf episode, I was like, I'm so sad. Please please stop. So Uzaru <laughs> Uzaru was just the bane of my existence this year. Who knows? Maybe it changes, but it was really cringy. I mean, that Ozaru transformation did not disappoint me as much as Aang in the last Airbender picking up a tidal wave and just putting it down. I actually, speaking of, I can't believe I didn't remember this till just now, but like, I was really thrown off when. Roshi started talking about airbending when he was trying to teach Goku things. I'm like, wait, 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 wait. Hold on. When did these movies get crossed? Airbending? They're in the same universe. Hold on. Hold on. What the shit? I so I was so confused. Story I'm like, airbending? For... What? Story yes. plot for Dragon Ball Evolution 2 question mark. Um... He meets a boy in an iceberg. Yes. That's basically it. <laughs> yes, yes. So, so, Bulma, so, Bulma, Yamcha, and Goku, uh, and then Krillin. Krillin's gonna be part of this. They're they're on they, they they're searching for the Dragon Balls again, and they find a boy and a giant by uh what's it called air bison iceberg. Oh. And, yeah, and an iceberg, and then they. So, uh, but then, but, but then the Dragon Balls with because Aang. it's it's perfect timing also because it's about the time that the Saiyans are coming to Earth and they need to recruit more fighters. <laughs> and since, and since uh, Goku uh, has mastered Earth bend, or uh, air bending, um, he, needs, uh, he, needs, he still needs to... Him and Aang need to master the rest of the elements together so they can both become the avatars. And then they they do the fusion dance so they become the super avatar. And then they, and they become Anku. Yes. <laughs> or they defeat Raditz. I'm sorry. They defeat Raditz. Because Vegeta, wait, Vegeta wait, is like the third. Hold on. Act, hold third. on. Hold on. Back up. All that work just to defeat Raditz? <laughs> yes. Because I mean, because the big... Oh, I mean, yes. They have to. They have to. Because then you get this great reveal, like, oh my god, I have a brother, and then, and then, and then, and then, the the, the, the whole of Raditz arc, and then for somewhere, somewhere I'm, I'm arc, just disappointed that Raditz is able to take two avatars at the same time, one being Goku, and not only that, but he is able to take two avatars that are fused. <laughs> Yes. Raditz. Yes. I, know, I know. I mean, Dragon Ball Evolution has been really liberal with with, <laughs> with like Dragon Ball canon anyway. If we're going to, in the spirit of that, we have to lean hard into dese- desecrating everything we know and love about Dragon Ball. So, and, and when, uh, of, of course, along the way, they're going to find Piccolo, or actually maybe Goku and Piccolo ha- still have their feud. Um, uh, but, you know, and then maybe maybe the Piccolo shows up to like 
um, uh, to um, divert the Z, the Z team uh, on their quest for the Dragon Balls, or maybe um, or maybe he's like he's he has he's on a mission to destroy Aang. Cause like he's like oh shit Aang and Aang and Goku are teaming up if they do I'll never de- never defeat them, uh, but it becomes a reluctant ally when Raditz comes to the Earth and he's like aha and then I'm uh, um, destroys the Earth like oh oh Goku you're my brother you know so on and so forth, um, so they they team up to destroy Raditz, and then Raditz is like ha 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 I've been transmitting all my all all that's happened. I have two more scenes. They're and they're even stronger than me. So so in terms of a trilogy, like like it sets up like it's like like it sets up the 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 plot for the next movie where like an even bigger, more shonen, more evil antagonists coming to Earth, and and then and I got the title for that one. It's gonna be called Dragon Ball uh Dragon Ball Three Evolution Explanation Point. Yes, yes. <laughs> Um, Chris. Yes. If if nobody stops you, you just don't stop. (laughs) (laughs) I'm so sorry. You just (laughs) like a boulder on the top of a hill. You just keep rolling with it. It's so funny. Like I just, I was, I was intentionally not saying anything. Just waiting and seeing how far you'd go. (laughs) You just kept going. (laughs) <laughs> oh, I had I had so to good. cut him off after two because oh. we're not gonna reveal the plot of three until next year's episode. Exactly, we we, we gotta keep the the listeners wanting and waiting. Ah, oh. um, Zach, do you have anything <laughs> anything to add to the story, bitch? I think we should move on to the uh, the script reading. Yeah, I think. Yeah, so I think we should too. Transition. Okay, this 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 show has been going on long enough. So. Yeah. Uh, so uh, we started this last year. We we didn't start this the year before, but by accident last year we found out there there's a floating script, the original script to Dragon Ball Evolution, and we promised to do a live script reading page by page per year. So now um, we are on page two. Um, so Zach Zach is the narrator, and in the scene Andy is Gohan. And I'm Goku. Are you ready? Oh, actually, oh, Zach, since you're the special guest, how about you be the director? Do you have any acting notes for us? (laughs) You know what? (laughs) Just wing it. Fifth wing it. It's cool. It's cool. I don't actually care about this job. (laughs) I don't expect you to. Excellent. Okay. Uh well you're the director so uh you know give us give, All right. us, uh, give us the film roll right, here we go Goku and Gohan leap on the lowest widest lowest widest posts Gohan attacks Goku with the bow staff Goku ducks and evades then hops to a higher narrower post Gohan follows upping the intensity of the attack Goku ducks evades attacks then leaps higher the higher they go the narrower the posts get Gohan whacks the post away. Wait. Gohan whacks the post that Goku stands on. It begins to rock and sway. Goku wobbles, fighting to keep his balance. Grandpa Gohan? Higher! Sorry. Oh, I beat you to it. Sorry. Higher! 
Goku leaps to the tallest, narrowest post, some 40 feet from the ground. He is fighting to keep his balance even before Gohan attacks. Gohan lashes out at Goku with the most intense volley of attacks. Gohan attacks with an intensity that frightens Goku. Then, whack! Gohan strikes the post and... Goku loses balance and falls 40 feet to the ground. <laughs> Crack! He hits the ground, smacking his head painfully on a boulder. A second later, Gohan stands above the fallen boy, holding his bow staff. Goku rises from the ground, rubbing his sore head. That's not a, a misread. It actually says, is sore head. We see <laughs> that the boulder he hit has been shattered by the blow. What did you do wrong? My white crane technique was off balance. <laughs> All your techniques were off balance. Goku lowers his head. I know. What is the pinnacle of martial arts excellence? And scene. <laughs> End page two. This, Beautiful. this has been page and two of the script for, time. quote, Dragon Ball Z by Ben Ramsey. This is, this is terrible. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> well, what is the answer to Gohan's question? Find out next time on, on Dragon, Dragon Ball Revolution. And and Q Ayumi Hamasaki rule. Oh my god. So uh I I get why Goku fell forty feet to hit his head. Totally supposed to be when when he fell and hit his head. Sure. But uh it just doesn't work. No, and it doesn't work well and enough. Like I, I also get that Goku's supposed to be crazy strong, but falling forty feet would not crush a boulder. The boulder he hit has been shattered by the blow. That's not how this works. That's not how any of this works. He didn't hit it with an energy blast. Gohan didn't hit it with an energy blast. It's literally he fell onto a boulder. Uh, <sighs> ben Ramsey doesn't care. It's not that his like being is so firm and hard that he's going to break a boulder from falling on it. Like, he's got to be outputting energy or key or something. That's not that's not how it works, guys. Come on. Ugh. Ben Ramsey, step up your game. <laughs> <laughs> See, this is, a, this is enlightening and frightening because I've been changing, uh, chasing this fever dream, so I seriously want to become a screenwriter, or at least try. And I think my goal is to make a better screenplay than this original Dragon Ball Z. You can do it. Script. You can do it. So, so do you think I can, do you think I can do it? Yes. Absolutely. Okay. I'm, I'm not Woo. even a writer and I could do it. <laughs> no, that's that's, that's that's terrible of me to say. I probably couldn't. If Ugh. if it's a horror movie, I want in. Okay, excellent. Oh shit. A Dragon Ball horror movie? Do you think how awesome would that be? Jeez. I mean okay. like uh, future Trunks in his timeline with the androids is almost a horror. Yeah, with all like scary scenes like, and like creeping around the corner and like yeah, it's like it's like cyberpunk horror. Oh my god! Yes, yes. 
I dig this. Okay, so uh, okay, you know what? Use, okay, so I'm gonna use interstitial <laughs> to uh to make your own Dragon Ball Z. Yes, please. World. Okay, okay. Wait. Hot <laughs> take. Hot take. Um, for every for for those who don't know, uh, and uh, for everyone, this is a great way to check out Zach's podcast, <laughs> Chaos, Kingdom Hearts, and other stuff. Was not trying so, to plug uh, it. I, I was promise. a guest. <laughs> uh, we'll put it in the show notes, uh, so you can check it out. Uh, so there was an episode where I was uh, I was talking about Interstitial, which is basically a Kingdom Hearts inspired tabletop RPG, and it's basically like fan fiction, the RPG where you just pick. You're, you can pick an original character. You can pick any character from any piece of fiction IP. And then you travel across dimensions. And you get to weird shenanigans. And in one of the episodes, um, it takes place in the world, like uh, the Elder Scrolls Oblivion universe. And then the, ma- the three characters that were originally there were Tony Hawk, Owen Wilson, <laughs> and Papyrus from Undertale. And then I think Tony Hawk dies, and to pre- so the, the, the guy, Dude, the guy is, replacing ta- this Tony is a Hawk, weird Avengers and, movie. <laughs> I'm sorry, let me. So, so this is I think this, they didn't establish whether this was the Tony Hawk from the video games or like actual real life Tony Hawk, but that's part of the fun. But Tony Hawk, he 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 dies. So the player character, the the guy playing him, replaces Tony Hawk with. Piccolo. So Piccolo is fighting alongside Papyrus and Owen Wilson to defeat um, I don't know, some crazy guy. I think they I think Cell was there and then um, they had some other villains. It was it was wild. So <sighs> yes. Owen Wilson oh. and Tony Hawk. It's it was very good. So just okay. just for well, reference, that was uh, episode twelve of Kingdom Hearts and other stuff. If you want to go listen to more about interstitial and Chris and I having a chat, oh, yes, please, please listen and and yes, it's so good. Anyway, I think we've been. I think this has gone on long enough. That's part. It's, it's, it's like ninety percent my fault. I'm so sorry. <laughs> no, dude, it's so it's so. Well, fine. we just kind of allowed it. Um. So, do we have Zach? What would you rate this movie? Yes, yes, yes. Please, Zach. What? 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 We need your official rating. Uh, I would say three Dragon Balls out of seven. Okay. All right. That's barely passing. So it's what, like a D? Uh, I mean, I think four would be passing because it's not even 50% and passing is like 60%. So four out of Uh, four out of seven would be passing. But I I mean, like it's not a one out of seven. It's not two. It's a, I'd say three out of seven is accurate. Okay. I've seen a lot worse, but I've seen a lot better. If you were if you were a child graded um failed test, it would say nice try at the top. <laughs> <laughs> That's good, I like that one. Uh Andy, has your rating changed? Like is uh, it negative, it's still the same. What is it like zero? I don't even star- remember zero, what it was. Zero out of seven stars. It, it wasn't zero. Was it was it zero? I don't know. <laughs> I feel like it wasn't zero. Anyway. I feel like my rating hasn't changed. If it did, oh well. Oh, it's it's one, oh, it's one, one star one out of star. seven. The one star Dragon Ball. Oh. Okay, so I I think because of Yamcha, I'm gonna give it three out of seven stars. Um, I don't know. I think I think 
I, I even though this is a really bad movie, I I think I have pretty low standards, so I'm easily entertained. <laughs> so I, I found myself like pretty enjoying this this movie. I mean, out, out of hate still, but it's like, yeah, I don't know. Who knows? Maybe next year I'll go to seven. Uh, who knows? Maybe. <laughs> you never know That's how the these things will change over it every time. Year. You'll never know. All right, so wow, this was Dragon Ball Revolution. Episode three, uh, twenty eighteen, the bag. So there it is. Wow, we made it. We made it, guys. We made it. Um, so who will be next year's special guest? It's like year one was Stan, Chris, and Andy. Year two was Ryan, Chris, and Andy. Year three was Zach, Chris, and Andy. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, maybe Ryan's year four be will be everybody. You so, so oh. I, I liken I liken Dragon Ball Revolution to a collapsing star. Like almost into a black hole because it's one, it's full of mystery and wonder, but it's also a crushing abyss that sucks you everything around it. You know what we should it. do? You know what we should do? We should try this. I, I'm so serious about this. We should try to contact some of the actors and actresses and see which one of them would be willing to be on the podcast. Oh, we can give it a oh go. Oh my god! Okay. The worst that will happen is they'll say no. They're here. <laughs> okay, okay. This will, this will be the final bit. Everyone has to go around the table and say who is their top pick for the for the the secret special guest host for Dragon Ball Revolution Episode Four. Um, who wants to go first? Uh, I can't even remember his name, but probably Goku, honestly, because he's like the the smallest name. Justin Chatwin. Justin Chatwin. I know him and Emmy yeah. Rossum have both been uh, on Shameless, the TV show Shameless, for like the whole run. I think they're a couple actually on it, uh, like not in real life, but in the show. Uh, oh, okay. But uh, aside from that, they both have done barely anything in the last like decade. They've just been regulars well, on that. They can do this podcast. But I know Emmy Rossum's had a bit more of a career. Someone like Chow Yun Fat or June Park, they've had two bigger careers jamie chung has had a, a lot going on in the last decade so i i reckon probably justin chatwin okay go go for geeko uh, himself i would say <laughs> oh we could get fuller get fuller <laughs> <laughs> um i don't know maybe maybe the guy that plays piccolo uh he's he's a big name too Jay's these Marsters. days who cares? <laughs> Fair. See, I, I I'm trying I to be realistic. We were actually gonna be, but it, we didn't say we were actually gonna be able to get him. We said if we could. Uh, okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. Then if we could, I'd say Emmy Rossum because I think she'd be interesting to talk to about it. Fair enough. Uh, Zach, I'm blanking on the name. Who? What was the name of like the putties? The the foo? The, the Cybermen. Yeah, no, no. no oh, movie. oh, oh, like, uh, I don't know. I closed the box earlier. <laughs> Starts with an F. They're so, I don't even they're care. so not memorable. I can't remember their names. Oh, wait, wait, wait. I got, um, oh, I just had it. No. <laughs> um, the, the fake putties, whatever their names are. I, oh, the fool, the fool lump. So, yeah, sure. I want one of the, I want one of the stunt actors or the guy who did the mocap for, <laughs> oh for Fulam to, to come onto the Chris show. Why am I? Why am I surprised that you picked something as obscure as that, and didn't go with what I thought you were gonna go with and say the guy that played Yamcha? Oh, because I, I think, I think, 
I think we're playing the long game. So next year, <laughs> next year will be episode four. So either for the fifth Chris anniversary or the tenth anniversary, yeah. we need to get like one of the big names. If like we're in chat or June. Well, Park. I'll tell you what. Next year, 2019, it's the 10 year anniversary of the movie. So. Oh, shit. Whoa. Oh, no. Yeah, we definitely need it by next year. God. Okay. We, get we, have, a, we have one year to figure this out. The, the movie <sighs> okay. released uh, in 2009. What was the actual date? I don't know. I don't see the date. Yeah. yeah. March, uh, Asian countries, March 13th and U.S. April 10th, 2009. Oh, God. We have less than a year. Uh, the film oh. received negative reviews out by both critics of, and Dragon Ball fans and was a box office disappointment, grossing $57.5 million with a budget of $30 million. Jeez. Jeez. Oh, okay. Well... Now we have some time crunching, but we're, we're okay. We need to get a go. We need to get a guest on this show. It's gonna be awesome. We have three hundred sixty-five days. Right, we can we do it. This. We can do it. We can. We can do it. We can do it. And with that, with that, that's a wrap. Um, thank you so much for struggling <laughs> through the film and 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 listening to us. This we love doing the show. I tell you what. And thank you Zach. This recording thank you, Zach, for coming on to the show. This recording is about as long as the movie itself. <laughs> so, which would you rather watch/listen listen to? Clearly us. Clearly us. Oh my goodness. Um so once again, thank you Zach so so much for taking out the time to joining our God awful, but an amazing tradition. My pleasure. Um, I've been wanting to watch the movie where, for years, so it's a good excuse. Excellent. Um, so, where can all of our fans and the the audience find you on social media? Uh, I am on Twitter at Zachary P Lyons. That's P L Y O N S, and uh, I am the host of Chaos Kingdom Hearts and other stuff, which comes out on the same RSS feed as this show, or as Super Nerd Pals and everything. So. Listen to Chaos. Follow me on Twitter. Uh, Chaos is also on Twitter at ChaosCast. Chaos with a K. Mm-hmm. And uh, as Zach just mentioned, uh, this episode of Dragon Ball Revolution will appear on the RSSV for Super Nerd Pals. So if you're not a, a not a fan or you haven't subscribed to the show, well, you can do it right now. So you can find us on any podcatcher of your choice. So iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google Play. We're all on there. So just look for Super Nerd Pals. Hit that button. And you'll never miss an episode of Revolution. So stay tuned for episode four. And uh, just a quick note. Uh, I recently went through, for anyone listening on SoundCloud, I recently went through and made playlists of all of the shows that have been on Super Nerd Pals Network in the past. So including Dragon Ball Revolution. So instead of trawling through the backlog to find episodes one and two, you could just go on SoundCloud and look for the playlist. And it's got episode one and two already there. And I will add three once it's up. Uh Excellent. Yeah, and so you can also find all of Super Nerd Pals in one place, all of Chaos in one place, all of Anime's Weird or Dragon Chat or other now defunct shows. But yeah, so <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. Well, we're, uh, we're gonna bring back Dragon Chat. Now on hiatus, <laughs> indefinite uh, hiatus, indefinite hiatus. Um, so yeah, the, uh, there's playlists in... for all of those, and they're all in numerical order, so easy to find whatever you're looking for. Excellent. Well, thank you so much for doing that, Zach. Oh, yeah. You're 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 amazing. And um, if you're interested in Leopard Dread, um, that's a podcast Ryan and I do. Uh, it's on a separate feed. 
Um, but you can go to soundcloud.com slash left for dread pod, or you can find it on any podcatcher of your choice. Just look up left for dread pod. Uh, we're all part of the nerd pad network. Uh, Andy, where can everyone find nerd pal network? You can go to nerdpals.network or you can go to uh, supernerdpals.com. Sends you to the same website. Uh, you can find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash group slash supernerdpals and Twitter at supernerdpals. Excellent. All right. Well, happy Christmas, happy New Year's, and happy 2018. And uh, we'll see you next year uh, see you for next year. revolution number four. And uh, until then, you know. Enjoy and uh, I chala head chala. <laughs> yes, that. Take us out, Ayumi. Da <laughs> そのもん普通ない。だてこの僕らぐるる。そうこんとこ譲らない。だだだだだだだだだだだだだだだだだだだだだだだだだだだだだだだだだだだだだだだだだだだだだだだだだだだだだだだだだだだだだだだだだだだ